and welcome to the Empower Now podcast. And this is going to be something special. Um, before we go any further, I want to give some context uh, about this season and then also about what we're going to look to do. Then I'm going to introduce my brother, AJ Sanders, who's on the line for me. First off, uh, we had a phenomenal first season. If you're just joining us for the first time, welcome. But it's not too late to go back and tap into season one. We had an awesome first season and looking to do even more great things to help bring others to Christ uh, by empowering uh, through these podcasts, finding ways to encourage, uplift, and inspire. Um, I encourage you, if you're uh, new or don't know how to uh, figure out the way to take the next step, just focus on your moment right now. Stop worrying about being perfect. Stop worrying about being uh, at the end destination. Rather, focus on taking one step at a time. Last season, uh, we talked through um, an acronym that this uh, podcast is all about, power. I'm not going to belabor that. I encourage you to listen to that. We also talked through um, the Why Not Me series, being able to say, hey, why can't I be the one to go out and do that great thing? What we're going to do to kick off season two, though, and I'm going to dive right in for prayer, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, so many powerful things. First off, we're going to be talking about it's all about the one, and that one is Jesus Christ. And uh, you'll learn more about his story, not just from this podcast, but if you take the time to, to just step through that powerful Bible, you'll be able to hear his story and see things that he's done in the Gospels. But I encourage you to just listen to what we'll be sharing throughout this season, and even more seasons to come, to be able to learn more about Jesus Christ and then how he can be able to help empower your life. So with that, let's start with a prayer. And then AJ, I'll give you a chance to introduce yourself. Yes, sir. All right, you can bow with me. Again, if you are driving, please focus on getting to your destination safely. Don't worry about uh, praying and bowing at the same time. Rather, you just listen in and pray and be in agreement with us so you can get to your destination safe. All right. Lord, I thank you for uh, this empowered moment right now. I thank you for my brother AJ taking time to join me on the line. I thank you for the diligence that we're continuing to do to work to uh, continue this podcast. And Father, I know that something special is going to happen here in season two as we work through being able to spread your word and spread your news and spread your amazing grace across the uh, this broadcast and the streamways and the ways this is being uh, viewed or watched or listened to. Lord, I just pray this can really impact and bless someone's life. Lord, let you continue to be the forefront of what we're doing here at Empower Now. Let you be the forefront in everything that uh, comes not only out of my mouth, but the thoughts that I think, alongside with you being able to just set the atmosphere uh, the right way on this podcast. Let everything that comes out of myself or AJ's mouth be in edification and alignment with your will and your way. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing. I know that this is going to be something special, and I know that we can be able to help teach one today. So, Lord, I pray that this can be for that one or whoever that needs to hear this, whoever needs that motivation, whoever needs that level of encouragement. I pray me and AJ can be able to give that in our conversation nationally today. I just thank you for all that you're doing, all that you are, and give you all the honor and power and glory. In name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, AJ, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the listeners, and then we're going to dive right in, man. For sure, for sure. Um, I don't know if it's anything specific you want me to say, but uh, I'll just go through, general run through. Uh, my name is... Christopher A.J. Sanders. I go by A.J. as Reggie introduced me. Um, I'm a graduate of Clemson University. I graduated with my industrial engineering degree there uh, just this past May. So this is uh, August right now. Just this past May, I graduated. And right now I'm working as an associate data analyst um, at a financial services company, Ally Financial. Um, I think that's about it. I'm, I'm grew up in South Carolina for the most part for the latter part of my life from middle school. So Buford, uh, 843 area code. And that's about it right there. I don't, I don't know what else to say. 
this guy is uh, too humble. He is not giving himself enough uh, grace. This guy is a business owner. This guy is a young up and coming professional. This guy is a believer in Christ and doing everything in his life alignment to Christ. He's a Bible study. He's a phenomenal young man. Uh, I'm really glad that God's been able to put him in my life. So um, I'm excited for AJ to be on the line here with us today. And uh, we got something really special for you all. So to give you guys context about what episode one's all about, um, we are kicking off the Reach One, Teach One series. Sorry, not the Reach One, Teach One series. We're kicking off the uh, all about the one series, like I was saying earlier. This episode is Reach One, Teach One. Um, so AJ and I are going to just go back and forth and talk through a whole bunch of different topics. Um, but where I want to start first is I want to start with mentorship. So AJ and I actually uh, came together through just kind of casually getting together. We met at like a Nesby conference and then just casually started having conversations, you know, as he was going through co-ops and different things and just kind of stayed in contact. And then little did I know later down the road, uh, he would extend the hand for me to kind of join him on a podcast and join his Bible study. And the rest has been kind of history. But um, AJ, where I want to start for the listeners, I want you to kind of give us some context about what you think mentorship is. What is mentorship? Man, man, man. Uh, I love, I got to say one for, for the listeners too. I hope y'all appreciate all the work that Reggie is putting this because he is, he's masterful with this right now. Uh, I love that, that you started off, started it off with this question as you normally do. Um, what is mentorship? To me, mentorship is, I feel like it's a facet of discipleship if I'm answering from like a knowledge perspective, like I feel like it's a facet of discipleship. If I think about like trying to relate everything back to the example, just like you said, um, the one is Jesus Christ. So if we related back to his life and how he walked through this earth, he was, he had people who were, he was discipling, but in that there was like mentorship in that, which to me defined, if I had to put a definition to it is just, receiving guidance from somebody who has more wisdom than you or more knowledge than you in a specific area so like how our mentorship kind of went and and how i was fed from that was like um we met through the nesby convention national society of black engineers uh conference as you mentioned and i was able to reach out to you because i felt like you possessed something that i wanted to um work on as far as professionalism and um i think I, I don't remember the exact presentation you gave but it was about a specific topic that i was interested in which is why i attended and just asking you about that and asking you about advice for internships and 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 co-ops and how i should um approach different things professionally because i felt like you had more experience and more wisdom so the mentorship for me in my eyes was receiving advice and receiving knowledge from somebody who had that or was able to give insight even if they didn't know the perfect answer per se that's how i would define it man you are spot on bro so while you were talking i literally typed in google mentorship and per oxford it's a period of time during which a person receives guidance from said mentor so mm. everything aj said was spot on without looking on google like i did so <laughs> uh, big kudos to you man yes, but man. no um I, I asked that question for a reason so um, a lot of times in life, we have a bunch of different things we try to figure out on our own, and we don't start with finding somebody that has more experience or having the humility to ask for help. But I also want to kind of chime in on it, like what uh, AJ was saying in relation to Christ. Like, Christ had disciples, Christ had followers, but he also had those that he really kind of took on under his wing 
as a mentorship perspective. So I'm just going to use Peter as an example. Like Peter was one of the roughest under the sun, but was ride or die, you know, for Jesus in certain moments. But, you know, God chose him for a reason. So what I encourage for my listeners that's on the line, you know, or tapping in, you got to figure out as you're growing, as you're learning, at some point in time, it's going to come a time where you got to flip it on his head. You have to become a mentor at some point. So you have to be ready for that moment. So you when we think about, you know, the mission of the body of Christ, how all of us have a united mission, which is to evangelize, which is to spread the gospel, which is to share the good news of Jesus Christ and how he died and rose and came back three days later with all power in his hands. Like it is our responsibility to spread that. It's not on the pastor. It's not on the ministers. It's not on the outreach ministry. It's on us as believers to really go out here and do that. And I want to challenge us to change the perspective that this is that mentorship. This is that reach one, teach one. How do we get more intentional about being okay with having the conversation, even if we don't have all the answers? How do we be okay with taking time to pause and say, you know what? Here's what I do know. And I know what God's done for me in my life. I know the benefit that I've had from serving Christ and just being transparent with where you are. Um, So AJ, um, kind of chiming into the same question about what is mentorship? What does good mentorship look like to you? Oh man, um, good mentorship, and then on the opposite opposite end of the spectrum, bad mentorship. I would say good mentorship is tough because there's a line between mentoring and uh, I don't know if dictating is the right word or or trying to persuade, because some people will mentor because they did they went through something and feel like they need to share with other people how to not go through it right so they'll take on a take on a mentee and you know tell this person don't do that or or do this or try to basically create a version of their experiences that they wish they had whereas what it should be in my eyes or a good mentorship should be taking that person to somewhere that they already want to go but guiding them in a way almost like as if you're like a good mentor would be able to guide somebody through a maze blindfolded if that makes sense because they'd be able to guide them versus like pulling them along if that makes sense I don't know if that was a good analogy but taking them and being able to show them like okay, this is how you might want to do that versus this is exactly what you should do. That's, that's, I feel like that's the difference between good mentorship and bad mentorship in my eyes. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think it's that intentionality, like you're saying, man. I think it's intentional and making sure the reasoning is genuine and the, like I said, the intention and the why you're doing it behind it is a genuine thing. Not about you trying to make yourself be seen or not right. about you trying to expand your legacy. Like, no, like like you said, being able to really help somebody get to where they want to get to. Um, mm-hmm. Because, you know, we all had a level that we had to start at. And before we got to the next level, either we found somebody that can help bring us up or we found something that we got to, had to learn and really study and work at. Um, but I'm with you, man. That intentionality is big. So let me pause for a second. I want to read some scripture here because I want us to really dive in on this reach one and then this teach one. I'm going to start with the teach one side of it first. And then we're going to talk about outreach. And we're going to talk about about what that looks like to truly reach one, to teach them about the one. So we're going to go to Proverbs. I'm going to read a few scriptures out the first uh, chapter um, because I think it's really, really important. 
So I'm coming out of the New King James Version and the subtext that I'm looking at on Bible Gateway says the beginning of knowledge. And then it says the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give prudence to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. To understand a proverb and an enigma, the words of the wise and the riddles. But the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now read that last scripture uh, one more time, verse seven. It says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So the beginning of knowledge is understanding and the fear of the Lord is the beginning of understanding true knowledge. And it says, fools despise wisdom and instruction. So again, this reach one, teach one, you got to make sure if you're going to go do that ability to reach out to somebody or try to show them something, you got to make sure they're in a place where they can uh, receive it. Because if somebody's not in a state where they can receive something or not in a state where they're willing to buy into something or at least give it a chance, you're going to have a much more difficult time. So you got to understand where people are. And you got to also know when it's a time to just listen. Sometimes, man, as Christians, we're so big on you got to do this, you got to do that, focus on this, not that. And we try to go immediately and preach into the situation. But sometimes we got to just pause and listen. So understand where people are on the spectrum. Sometimes people aren't in a place where they're ready to receive something. But you got to recognize that. That's on you to recognize. If somebody doesn't know Christ for themselves, you don't go in and focus on all the things they're doing wrong under the sun. How do you just become uh, somebody that's in fellowship with them? How do you just show them love? How do you first reach them? And then when you can get to a point where you can teach them, you got to make sure you got a relationship with them. So... AJ, there's a lot to unpack from that scripture, man. I, I want to ask you a little bit more. Like when we talk about uh, reaching one and uh, teaching one, what does it mean to truly reach somebody and then teach them? Mm. That's a that's a, I feel like that's a deeper question because what is it? You said what does it mean to reach someone and then teach them? Yep. So I feel like with that, it goes back to what the person believes what the person wants right so like for example if somebody were to try to reach me um a trivial example i'll say is like if i walk into a buffet and somebody's trying to reach me with this food if they put out a whole lot of mussels clams um crawfish I'm probably going to walk the other way because that's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's not my appetite personally. Right. Now, they put out some mac and cheese. If they put out some oxtail rice and peas with plantain and stuff like that, I'll probably take a bite and see what it's talking about if it looks good. So I think to use that trivial example, um, to reach somebody, you have to cater to them. And honestly, right now I'm speaking to myself because I see, I know there's situations where a lot of people may try to, even I'm guilty of doing this a lot of times, a lot of people may try to give back or to share something with people that they feel that they need or that they wish that they had, but you may not be catering to that specific individual, that specific demographic in the way that you think you are. So I think to reach someone is to really see where they are at. Really just to, to summarize that, to reach someone is to see where they are at, see what they are invested into, looking into, and 
understand that and then to teach them is to have a knowledge and understanding of where they're at and to almost uh, like to take the words that you use kind of flip it on its head and and show them that there may be a different way and i think that that comes a lot more through action than it does through words a lot of times if i'm being honest at least from my own experience yeah yeah man i i can't can't agree more cannot agree more and i want to uh before i respond a little bit more to about the reach one teach one i want to go to some more scripture because all the stuff that we're talking about is going to build upon i promise it's going to make more sense as we go through the rest of the episode but all of this stuff is going to come full circle so i'm going to kind of go a little bit further in proverbs i'm going to uh, skip past chapter one all the way to chapter nine and again i'm coming out of a different version this time no sorry same version uh, new king james version proverbs nine and the subtext in proverbs nine uh says the way of wisdom I'm going to read starting at uh, verse uh, six. And it says, forsake foolishness and live and go on the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself. And he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. And if you scoff, you will bear it alone. So again, if we're going to truly reach somebody, we got to make sure we're being uh, selective of who we're reaching out to. I'm not saying that you disregard um, individuals, but I'm just saying when you're going to mentorship or mentor somebody, it's one thing. But when you're trying to reach somebody, it's another thing. So you got to understand and have that wisdom, right? To make sure you understand what to do in the moment that's discernment too that's where you got to pray for discernment because again the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom the knowledge of the holy one is understanding so if you want to have this discernment you got to be in them if you want to have the direction of where you need to go you got to make sure you have the understanding of his word and what he's calling you to do but when i think about reach one teach one i think about the right one who is the one today that you have to have the ability to go and reach and then who's that person today that you may have the opportunity to edify or to uplift or encourage or teach so i think it's understanding that there's different assignments for different individuals and there's different callings for different assignments so what i mean by that is this sometimes your role that day is just to uplift somebody sometimes we just got to be there to hear somebody or forgive or to turn the other cheek even when somebody we, we feel may not deserve it that's not what it's about it's about doing what god's calling us to do as walking the true way of his will. So the narrow way, the narrow path, what it means to truly seek righteousness is a narrow path, is a difficult thing. It's not the easy thing to do, but he is calling us each day to focus on the assignment that he's given us in the moment, in the day, in that call. And there's gonna be times where you gotta reach one. There's gonna be times where in life, you have to be the one that's embarking knowledge on somebody else and uplifting them so they can be able to get into the, the maturity or the walk they're trying to get to with Christ. So sometimes they need that information from you because they'll receive it from you rather than from somebody else. So just like AJ was saying in the restaurant example, like you gotta know people's appetite. You gotta know people that's in your circle. Who are the right people around you? Who's people that don't need to be around you? But also, how do you understand what the assignment for that moment is right then? Because many times I'm guilty of this myself, we focus so much on the quality, sorry, the quantity of what we're trying to do, the impact. Is, did it, was it streaming or was it was it noticed? Did it get views? Did it get likes? Is it being followed? Like, we gotta stop focusing on that. Because a lot of times if a flame starts or a fire starts, it takes one spark. 
So focus on the spark because you don't know whose life is going to be the internal flame that could change everything. So I just encourage us and not just like uh, the folks that's listening, but, you know, as you take this or have opportunity to spread it with somebody else, how do you focus on being consistent, showing up each day, finding the little things to make the impact. And the next thing you know, that's going to build upon being able to, to branch out, to expand others. Like if you think about it this way, when you walk into a shower, the moment you turn that shower on, you first put that toe in there, the toe is wet. But the moment you get underneath that shower, everything immerses you. So it's like in a matter of minutes, things can change. So how do we have that same perspective when we're trying to outreach, when we're trying to go do and be about Christ's business? How do we have that mindset to say, man, like, let me stop focusing on a hundred. I need to focus on one right now. And the next thing you know, as you're able to be trusted with more and more because you're consistent, then you can start having, you know, more impact or more influence. But I think a lot of times we lose uh, focus on the why and then the who. And if we can get the why first, right, and then the who, I think that can really help out a lot. Um, but, but AJ, what do you think about that, man? We talked about a lot there. What do you think about, like, this whole concept of wisdom, understanding, and teaching? Uh, it was a lot. It was a lot. I think... Um... I definitely agree with the last statement. Like, you can't. You. It's really about the why, and then everything else will will, will follow. Um, I think I want to jump back. I, I didn't want to forget. I don't know if we were going to cover this, but just in general for the mentorship piece, I wanted to drop in too, to not be afraid to be mentored as well. Because I know we talked a lot about. Um, don't be afraid of of asking or or stepping up to be that mentor but don't be afraid to be the mentee even when you get to a place where you're uh to a place where you prayed for basically i think that's a that's a big point and that's something that even i'm struggling with so that's why i wanted to say it for anybody else that maybe maybe um having on having that on their mind uh realizing like okay you may be in a place that you prayed for in one area but this other area needs help so you need to be okay asking for help and asking for that mentorship and, and all and all that kind of stuff um but i really love the verse that you brought up too about do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you rebuke a wise man and he will love you because that's so relevant when it comes to teaching when it comes to talking to people there are going to be people who do not want your help and that is okay i think accepting that is one of the hardest things to do because then you end up hurting yourself and hurting your you know maybe be your platform or hurting your um whole mission it it may take a hit to your confidence may take the hit to to whatever it is that you have going on and maybe you weren't even supposed to focus your energy on that but focus your energy on the people who are there and everything else will follow as God sees fit. So that was just one thing that I was thinking about. But we did talk about a lot. It's 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 a lot to take in. It's a lot to digest. Man, that's a fantastic segue, bro. I appreciate you circling back to the mentorship because we're just gonna go through a few examples. Um, I'm not gonna read a bunch of scripture about the examples. I'll give a few context, mm -hmm. but we're gonna go into that about relationships from a mentorship perspective in the Bible. So again, when we think about about Peter, James, John with Jesus, when we think about uh, Paul with Timothy, when we think about Elijah with Elijah, like there's just so many examples of what uh, AJ is saying. And I love that. Like there's, you never truly arrive. Like there is no, like as long as we're breathing, there is no end game of, of us truly arriving. There's always something new we can learn. And I think that's powerful because it doesn't matter if you're in your forties or fifties, you can still be mentored. If, if you're young, you can still be mentored. Like it's a whole spectrum 
and there's always somebody that knows more than you, but having that humility to recognize when you need to be uh, developed in another area, especially when we think about the different areas that you could have gifts or different things that you're growing in, like you could need some development on how you go about presenting something. You can need uh, development on how you go about and study the word. Like there's so many examples. So I love that, AJ. Mm -hmm. So let me give an example, because I do want to um, just talk about uh, Paul and Timothy for a second. Um, I'm not going to go into much, much detail, but here's what I'll say. We'll read this scripture and then we'll see what comes out of discussion between me and AJ and uh, keep it going from there. So I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians uh, 4, verses 14 through 21. So I'm coming from the New King James Version. Subtext says, Paul's parental care. And it says, I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children, I warn you. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. For this reason, I have sent Timothy to you, who is my beloved and faithful son in the Lord, who will remind you of my ways in Christ as I teach everywhere in every church. Now, some are puffed up as though I was not coming to you, but I will come to you shortly. If the Lord wills, and I will know not the word of those who are puffed up, but the power. For the kingdom of God is not in the word, but in power. What do you want? Shall I come to you with a rod or in love and spirit of gentleness? I love this, especially as I was reading it more and more. Like he is saying not only about him imitate me because he's Paul. He's saying imitate me because I am following and going, pressing after the mark of the true one, the Christ Jesus, right? And it's just, it's powerful. And then he said, like, I have put this time into this this son of mine in, in the Lord, you know, this son of mine in, in Christ, Timothy, that he was able to train up and show him what it means to, in the you know, the right ways to build him up in the faith. And he trusted him to go and get, help out this church of Corinth. So it's just like, when you, you hear that, it's crazy because that's something we can do. How do we get to a point where we're helping to bring somebody else up? But also, how are we getting to a point so we can be able to do the same thing? And he was just saying how much he believed in his son, not by blood, but by bond, by Christ and Timothy to come help the church of Corinth. It's just really powerful. And I really also love how he says, that it's, it's not just about puffing it up. It's about being really about it. And that kingdom of God is true when it comes in terms of the power that he has. So I just thought it was real powerful. So with that, AJ, like, I would love uh, your thoughts too, man, when we talk about like building somebody else up as we can, as we reach them and we teach them how we kind of let them go fly, you know, how we get, we set them to go out, and do whatever they're going to do in life. Mm -hmm. I, I really did like this verse as well. Um, it brought back to my mind or this just you bring it up brought this these verses back to my mind because i don't remember them and the last part is so i mean we gotta the last part to me is so gangster he says shall i come to you with a rod or in love and a spirit of gentleness that is so crazy because he sent timothy or he yeah for this reason i sent timothy in the lord uh to remind you of my ways in christ right so he's telling them okay i'm sending this guy out who just as you said built him up helped him become powerful in christ mm -hmm. so then he says afterwards what do you want like giving them the choice of like the people that he's sending the people that he's sending timothy out to now you have now you have a choice earlier you talked about um 
it's up to earlier we talked about it's up to that person and what they want in the mm-hmm. mentorship opportunity and now mm-hmm. he, in this situation this is literally asking them like what do you want what are you going to do now that i gave you the exact thing that you need to succeed as according to the will of god like that is just that's mind blowing to me but even even in general when it comes to like sending people out i think one thing to remember is we're seeing this from the from the perspective of um Paul mm-hmm. we're not seeing it from the perspective of Timothy so i can imagine like um i don't know if anybody's watched or i don't know if you or anybody listening has watched the chosen but there was a moment when um relating back to the word where Jesus sent out the disciples to go preach uh before he would he would go out um to these certain areas you know north south west east and i feel like in this situation or in in that situation in the chosen they were depicted as being very fearful and and like okay jesus you're about to send us out by ourselves like what's actually going on here we're not ready in all of that and i think when we're talking about the reaching teach one a lot of times you may be put in a situation where you don't feel you're ready mm. because paul sent timothy out i'm sure he gave him a pep talk and all of that but who's to say at some point in timothy's mind there weren't intrusive thoughts of okay i've been getting mentored by paul all this time who's to say the devil wasn't speaking to him in certain ways and saying actually do you, are you sure you're ready you know what i'm saying and i mm-hmm. think that that's the important part of mentorship too is the courage and the confidence to take that risk of actually realizing when you've re- when you've met your point when you've met your mark to actually say go and you know bite the bullet do whatever it is pull the trigger whatever uh whatever metaphor you want to use to actually go and take that chance of what you've been learning in your mentorship I think that's a very important piece to it too when they talk about reaching and teaching one taking that chance and taking that initiative and courage to actually do what it is that you want to do. Man, you are you are in the word, bro, and that is a fantastic segue as well because um this whole concept of reach one teach one um it's all about us gaining our confidence to to embark and share our story. Um like you just heard AJ say a moment ago, like we can't let our fear dictate us fulfilling the purpose and will of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is calling every last one of us that says that we believe that he died, rose, and came back, you know, three days while power in his hand, and that he's coming back. He's calling all of us to go out here and embark and embrace and share his word and to bring others to him. Like like evangelism is a conversation and it, it doesn't have to be so complex where we're saying we have to say every right thing under the sun. Like, how do we get more comfortable with just sharing our story? But telling people our struggles, where we came from, what he's brought us from, and mm-hmm. being just a true example. And a lot of the times, too, man, you don't know who's watching you. You don't know who, who saw where you were or, or where you're going. And next thing you know, you share with them the context behind what you've been through. Somebody's going to ask the question to you and be like, man, how did you how did you get through that? How did, how did you make it? Why are you always smiling? Why is these things going? And then you can get them, you can give them the answer of, hey, it was nothing but the grace of God. And then give them perspective and context. So we have to move fear out the way and take fear out the equation because he is truly calling us to have this um, unfearful, 
um, full transparency, storytelling that's going to bring others to them. And the reason why we have to do that assignment is because the moment we curl up in the ball and have that fear, there's people that only will be reached by our story. There's some people that only will be impacted by a certain said person that could be AJ, that could be me, that could be others. But mm -hmm. if we're not being obedient and, and getting the fear out the way and sharing our story, we can't bring some folks to Christ because there's some folks that will only be able to hear what he is all about through an experience of somebody that they can truly trust and relate to. Mm -hmm. And there's also things I think we get so caught up in, you know, focusing on just us and me, me being good and me being safe, and me having my eternity secure. But your faith is not your own. It's not just for you. Your faith is to bring others to them and then also to expand the body. So the other thing that I would just say is how do we get to a point in life where we change the perspective of this thing called faith? Like, yes, faith should be built up. Yes, we should be walking in communion with Christ. But he called us to fellowship. Like everyone that was born was not born to be alone. And that's where the power of these testimonies and these stories come. How do we build the community up and how do we bring others to get this same beautiful blessing that we have and the same favor and the same protection and the same love that we're experiencing? How do we help somebody understand the peace that surpasses all understanding? How do we help somebody get to a point where they're seeking joy rather than temporary happiness? How do we change our perspective? So this whole concept of reach one, teach one, believe it or not, is about evangelism. It is all about telling your story, being comfortable with stepping out and having that faith because it takes faith to go out here and, and give true outreach. It takes faith. To, to go and talk with people that don't look like you and they don't have to be people in your circle either like you can be talking to somebody that you're really afraid of but they need to hear Jesus and we got to move that fear off the equation some people are not it's not about some people everybody deserves to have the opportunity to choose Christ everybody deserves the opportunity to get this great free gift everybody deserves the opportunity to be saved because for many of us myself included we needed saving, we needed reminding, we needed that push and we were the people that we're afraid of sometimes for some of us so mm -hmm. I just encourage uh, us to change our perspective and to know that, again, this call is not just for, again, the, the ministers, the leaders, the pastors. No, it's for those believers. The believer has to go out and preach the word. The believer has to go out and share his gospel because that's what he's calling us to do. And I never will forget I was listening to something that really convicted me because it was talking about how it's not just about how you live your life and hoping somebody gets it. Like, no, actually having the conversation and the dialogue is an assignment. It's a requirement. Like he's calling us to do that. So I, I just man, I'm really been uh, really like uh, taking that all in for myself too to say, man, okay, well, it, it's got to be a difference in how I go about doing things and finding the right opportunities to do it. Mm hmm. Hundred percent, man. I think um, <laughs> you said a whole lot. Like that is a lot to that is somebody's gonna have to bite that up in chunks and listen back to it. And I think one one other thing I was just going to say is that for the listeners, y'all are hearing Reggie say a lot of things and knowing this guy, he knows what he's saying. Like this isn't just this isn't just somebody talking. It's somebody letting you know that this everything that Reggie says, he has so much power behind it because he's lived it. Like I need y'all to understand that. So I just pray that y'all can receive that and realize like this guy has come a long way even starting and continuing to do this podcast and I'm very proud of him and I hope that whoever is listening can receive this and continue staying on the, 
staying on the course, fighting the good fight, because it literally is a fight. That's what I'm realizing myself. It is a whole battle, and you you got to have your guard up at all times. Like it's 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 dangerous out here. <laughs> man, man, that's so real, bro. That's so real. I'm gonna uh, let you give a final thought, and then I'll give a final thought. And we're gonna give it a wrap here for episode one on season two. So, any final thoughts for the listeners, AJ? Um. I think first thing is just thanks for having me on here because uh, I'm honored, bro. I'm honored and I'm glad. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh boy, he gonna tell me he gonna he gonna invite me any <laughs> any day now because I know <laughs> I know because I saw you had when I you had Ken, you had Jarrell, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm just honestly honored <laughs> to be on here because. Um, knowing the kind of guy you are like you're 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 somebody that i definitely look up to and i and i appreciate that like i appreciate what you're doing and that guy gave it to you and that you listen because that's the biggest thing um i think what i'll say for the listeners because that was mainly for you for the listeners i'll say um there's times where I just put it like this. I recently started uh, uh, praying this prayer and, I, and I'll share it with y'all because I feel like it can be impactful for this topic of mentorship and finishing off with the whole courage and actually finishing things aspect. Um, the prayer is, God, I pray for the desire to do your will, the strength to see it through and the courage to overcome anything that would come our way. And I share that especially for the last part because when you're getting taught to or when you're trying to teach or reach people, there's gonna be obstacles that come and asking for that courage and asking for that strength to overcome that, I think that's a very powerful piece. So that's the last thought that I'll share with everybody. Man, I, first off, I, I appreciate the kind words, bro. I, it means a lot. You are definitely like a brother in Christ for me. So I, I'm real grateful for you as well, bro. And um, for, for the listeners, though, uh, I'll say this. I'm going to try my best to keep it keep it short because I've been a little more long-winded than I would like. But here's what I'll say. Be very careful about the danger of isolation. Like, yes, we have a call in our life. And yes, we have to go after it whole, wholeheartedly. But we don't need to do things in a light where we're doing it on our own. Because the moment we put all the weight on our shoulders... We're, we're saying to God, I don't need you. I'm, I need you when I get weak. And that's not what it's about. It's about how do we say, Lord, I'm going to trust you to give me the guidance what I'm going to do. Lord, give me the right people in my council and my, my, my surroundings and my circle to help me to get to where I need to get to. Get out of the mindset of isolation all the time. Like, yes, there's a time where we have to go and fast and concentrate and, and get back in where we need to get into the will. But that is not where we need to be going through the wilderness every single thing by ourselves. That is not what this life's about. So get out of the mindset of I have to do this on my own and I have to be isolated. I think it's important to just know when there's a time to speak and when there's a time to be silent. And also, everybody don't need to know your business. So I think that's where, you know, a lot of the times when we get that isolation spirit is because we have the spirit of distrust or we have the spirit of, oh, I can't tell people things or, oh, I got to do it on my own. And that's where discernment comes in. So get out of the mindset of isolation get back into the will of christ but also having an understanding of how to truly discern what you do so uh with that uh man i i just am excited for our second season um momentum is really building on what we're doing on the podcast and again this first half of the season is going to be focusing on it's all about the one and that one's jesus christ so 
I know something's going to come through. I hope a breakthrough comes from at least one person that's going to be listening, hopefully throughout the entire uh, podcast for this season. But I, I just encourage you all, if you're new to this, uh, if you're tapped in for a while, share this with somebody. Um, that's the next thing I would say is how do you share this with others so you can help reach somebody? Who's your one? Um, but with that, man, AJ, thank you for joining me, brother. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited for uh, what's going to come, you know, down the pike here on season two, but also for what you're going to do, uh, you know, down the pike for your thing. If you don't mind, bro, I meant to ask, but I'll, I'll say it now. If you could just tell, let the folks know about, about uh, you know, your podcast, about kingship, I would love you to get a plug there, too, so they can kind of be able to know more about that. For sure, for sure. And I appreciate the, uh, the time for that. So... Um, as Reggie said, I think at the beginning, I do own my own business. I um, own Kingship Apparel, LLC. Uh, basically, the whole vision is to reach one man and woman, um, give them value and inspire virtues, where virtue is leading you closer to God. So, uh, you know, doing that through fashion, doing that through Kingship and Queenship Apparel. I took Queenship off the site for now, but for those interested, uh, you can still DM um if if that interests you but uh also i founded um co-founded the third day movement with kenneth graham if y'all remember him from uh, season one me and him have the third day so that's on instagram the the number three r d d a y underscore and basically just uh, trying to inspire a community um, of believers who who are all about you know trying to include people and trying to uh, just share the gospel, share the word. Two young men trying to do something um, Christ-like, and with that we have the King Talk podcast. So under the third day is the King is basically sharing principles that young men should know. You know by young men for young men um and also we have different guests on there reggie's been on there uh we've had some other guys on there really really good stuff so y'all definitely you know after you listen to this episode if uh if empower and i don't have no new releases go ahead and listen to the to the king talk podcast <laughs> until he gets them out um but you know that's that's kind of the, the other stuff that i work that i that i do and um i think that's i think that's about it uh yeah, I think that's about it, man. Awesome, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, look, uh, everybody, again, welcome back. Welcome to season two. We got more episodes coming down. Join us every Friday. Um, we'll be releasing this on uh, Spotify, on YouTube, on Apple Podcasts. And uh, hopefully as time goes on, we continue to just uplift uh, Jesus, man. Uplift his name and what he's doing. And I have no doubts that uh, momentum is going to continue to build. So, AJ, thank you again for your time. Listeners, thank you for tapping in. And like I always have been saying these last couple of episodes, you know, even in season one, I'm going to be saying here in season two, take time to ask yourself this question. How can I empower somebody else right here, right now? Mm. Until next time, everybody. <laughs>